Somewhere to go If you tell Brianna about your problems I bet she will know She gon' tell you things And show you things you never seen before She gon' show you how to stack your bread And how to save it though It's easy It can be so easy Help me with my funds I need somewhere to run I need somewhere to go If you tell Brianna about your problems I bet she will know She gon' show you things And tell you things you never seen before She gon' teach you how to stack your bread And how to save it though It's just Brianna Tell me on it, it's just me on it. Tell me on it, it's just me on it. Tell me on it, it's just me on it. Tell me on it, it's just me on it. Just me on it, just me on it. It's just Brianna. Like, was anybody else bopping as hard as I was to the new podcast jingle? Shout out to Kobini, man. I reached out to him maybe a week ago, maybe a little longer than a week ago. And he got the podcast jingle back to me ASAP. I'm feeling it. We definitely going to rock out to it every time we start the episode off. So I hope y'all get real used to it, real comfy, you know, sing along, learn the words. We might do a little video because we're going to bop out and we're going to rock to that joint every time. Now, I know, I know what you guys been thinking. Where have I been and why am I relaunching for the third time? When I tell y'all I'm literally learning this podcast into trial and error, I mean it. There was a period of time I didn't even want to record my episodes around anybody. And this totally slowed me up with producing content. But I'm not here to give y'all any excuses. I'm here to give y'all these financial gems. So if you're new here, welcome, welcome. It's been a journey. Real quick about me. I'm just Brianna. 25-year-old CPA and financial advisor. I also sell cell phones in my nine to five. I'm here to give you guys these personal and business financial tips as well as a little motivation to keep you going. Now, those who know me know, I'd keep my advice straightforward and blunt. I'm very professional, but I am a 25-year-old urban female from the city of Philadelphia, and that's just what it is. I'm, I curse. I bid, I might joke with y'all and everything, you know, but I'm going to give you all these financial gems and I'm going to give you these facts and it's always going to be raw, blunt and straight to the point, straight cut, you know, like we cooking, period. (laughs) But besides that, they don't call me the raw ass blogger for nothing. That's literally what my blogging name is from because I'm not your average accountant. I'm literally like your homie who gonna give you these financial gems. So I know you're trying to figure out what made me start having a financial literacy brand. And I can give that to my parents. My parents definitely funded my motivation with having a financial literacy brand. So I have a foundation, too, called the Just Nice and Peachy Foundation, where I mentor high school seniors on financial literacy and provide tools to become a licensed barber and cosmetologist. Like, 
that's so mind blowing to me that I'm able to be in a position to do that. So every time I like say it or think about it or think about the 10 seniors I'm about to start working with in September, I'm mind blown about it. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great experience. This is the first year I'm doing it. Um, I reward all my students with a 2500 um, business startup plan. And two of them get full rides to cosmetology or barber school. So this is going to be a really, really great experience. And I'm so glad I can kick that off and do it in my parents' legacy because my mother was a hairdresser and my father was a barber. So this was really cool for me to do. And plus, I just wanted to give back and spread knowledge and build a legacy. So now that you guys know a little bit about me, let's get into episode one of the Quick and Easy series where we'll be talking about the beginner's budget for a small business owner. We would like to call this the startup budget. Now, many new companies underestimate how much it costs to become operational and how long it takes to get there. So how can you avoid this financial drain to start a business? Because literally, I've been through it. I know a lot of small business owners have been through it. It can be a headache, but you can avoid this by having a plan. You do this by creating a startup budget where you will estimate all the expenses and potential losses you will incur to open your business. Before you start making your startup budget, set your budget goal. This is the total you're willing to spend to start your business. Now, I suggest creating a budget goal first to establish clear spending boundaries from the beginning. From the beginning, y'all. As you work through your budget, you will find yourself wanting to spend more. And don't worry, that's normal. But creating that budget goal in the beginning will bring you back to reality. Consider the goal to be obtainable. What's realistic for you to spend? And if you take out a small business loan, please just remember you have to pay that back. Borrow what you can pay back. Now, when you're creating your startup budget, this is where you think of everything you will possibly need to spend money on, like a domain name, LLC filing fees, logo and brand identity, equipment and supplies, marketing and so on. Along with creating the cushion for those things that don't work out. Because remember, it may not happen as you plan at first, and that's okay. As long as you have a cushion of money for these mistakes or replacements, it's fine. Plus, a startup budget helps you pitch your business to investors. Or if you're applying for a business loan, if you decide that you want to get your first employee, it helps you predict when you're able to do that. So a lot of people use QuickBooks. And QuickBooks is a great tool. And so is Excel spreadsheets. Me, personally, I'm old school. I'll go get a pen and paper and write it all out. And then I'll just transfer it to an Excel spread. But do whatever works for you. Now, as we know, startup expenses are not ongoing operational costs. They're just the initial things you need to start your business. So you get as detailed as possible when creating your startup budget. Don't just put, for instance, makeup from Sephora if you're becoming an MUA. Write down the exact foundation, highlighters, mascaras, lashes, brushes, and the sets you will need to buy. After you list everything you need, categorize each... I'm sorry, I got a head a little swallow. It was a little dry. I need a drink next to me when I'm recording these. <laughs> but after you list everything you need, categorize each item under essentials, non-essentials, and later... Essential items are costs that are absolutely needed in order for your business to start. Now, i.e. you're filing your costs for your fees or 
if you absolutely need a space because you have a boutique, then your space. You also want to think about your non-essential items. These are costs that will make running your business easier, but not crucial for operation right now. Now, this is subjective. Use your best judgment here because only you would know what you, what's not crucial for your business right now versus later or at a later date. Then you will want to move on to your later. Now, later is basically items that are can be put on hold for like three to six months. These are the costs associated with scaling your business, basically to upgrade it. So honestly, prioritizing your expenses now helps you make those hard decisions later. Remember to estimate an amount for your essentials and non-essentials to calculate the total estimated startup cost. Now, all right, guys. So now that we got the estimated startup expense going on, it's time to estimate your losses, which is how long you'll go without making money while bringing in an overhead expense. To get your estimated monthly overhead expenses, list in total all of your reoccurring expenses or expenses you have to pay more than once that aren't tied to your product or services. Now that may include payroll if you have one, subcontractors, software subscriptions, website and advertising fees, and so on and so on and so on. And then you'll have yourself, even if you have the streams of revenue coming in, you have to be realistic with yourself. How long will it take you to break even? In the beginning of the starting of a business, it is hard to forecast the income. I'm going to be completely honest. It's really hard to forecast how much you're going to income in the beginning. Start with a total number of sales you need to break even and then back that number into a conversion rate or the likelihood that a person becomes a customer. Going into an example, you own a product base and need to earn $5,000 a month to break even. Let's say your product costs $50 and you would need to sell 100 units of your product to break even. At a 2% conversion rate, you would need to have 5,000 leads a month. You then plan to increase your traffic maybe 1,000 leads each month. That means it will take you five months to break even. Multiply your estimated monthly overhead expenses by how many months you'll go without making a product. And that's how we get the total for your losses. Now, this is the quick and easy series. So I am getting ready to wrap this up, but it's two things I want to touch on with starting your um, startup budget. And that's creating a padding for it and then tightening it up. We have the essentials of starting your budget figured out, like the startup costs and losses. But before we put those two together, let's add a little cushion to it. Realistically, it's rare a person sticks strictly to their budget. Like that's realistically. Many people have a tendency of overspending or maxing out without covering their key expenses. Padding your budget builds a safety net so you aren't scrambling at the last minute expenses. I suggest you pad your budget at least by adding 10% to each line item in your startup budget estimated cost and 15% for your monthly operational budget. You don't need much padding, just a little guys. So finally, after calculating all these expenses, losses, adding some padding, let's tighten up this budget so it works. By doing that, you're going to estimate your budget, right? And then we're going to match that with your goal budget. 
first go through and see what you can eliminate from your essentials and non-essentials. Because now where we have estimated cost of your budget and then we had the goal budget we set, set up in the beginning, we have to make those match. Now, if one's more than the other, which ideally is like your goal budget is less than your actual set up start estimated cost of your budget, then you will have to eliminate and subtract to make those even. Can anything be marked for later? Is there a way you can reduce the cost of an item? You want to look at your overhead expenses. Are all of these expenses absolutely needed in the first six months? Where can I reduce the cost? And at this point, if you can't get your budget to balance, reassess your essential costs. And if you're still stuck, consider talking to a business owner in your industry to get some insight. You're going to continue doing this process until your budget matches your estimated. That, guys, is the beginner's budget for a small business owner. It's your girl, just Brianna. If you noticed, I took a lot of you guys' tips from before. You used to tell me I talk way too fast. So I tried to slow down my talking. If it sounds like I'm, like, robotic or reading or I don't know, anything of that nature, that was literally me trying to monitor the speed of how I was talking because I did get that feedback a lot. I did get that you guys love the podcast, but, you know, I just talk too fast. So I try to slow that down for y'all. As always, thank you for listening, and God bless you.